In the last hour, it's been confirmed that Yevgeny Prigozhin, head of the Wagner Group, was on board the private jet that crashed near Moscow. This is still very much an evolving situation, one that the UK government has said that it is monitoring. In the US, President Biden has said there's not much that happens in Russia that Putin's not behind. Our first report is from our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg. Caught on camera, the final seconds of a private jet. On board, reportedly, the head of the Wagner mercenary group, Yevgeny Prigozhin. Look over there by the farm, it's burning, the eyewitness can be heard saying. In the distance, a giant cloud of smoke. The Embraer plane had crashed in the Tver region of Russia, north of Moscow. Mr. Prigozhin's right-hand man, Wagner commander Dmitry Utkin, is also thought to have been on board. Later, a Wagner-linked telegram channel confirmed that Yevgeny Prigozhin had been killed. It claimed it was the result of the actions of traitors of Russia. It's two months to the day since the Wagner chief launched what he called his march of justice, his mutiny the insurrection by Wagner forces who'd been fighting on the Kremlin side in Ukraine. They'd rolled unopposed into the city of Rostov. Their demands, the removal of Russia's senior military leadership, who they blamed for setbacks on the battlefield. There were these extraordinary scenes as the paramilitary chief admonished Russian generals. And then they'd marched on in the direction of Moscow, in a direct challenge to the authority of President Putin. The Kremlin leader called it treachery. Russia, he said, had been stabbed in the back. The mutineers would be punished. But by evening, a deal had been done to end the insurrection. Even though Russian servicemen had been killed, there would be no charges against Yevgeny Prigozhin and his Wagner troops. They would have to leave Russia, but the agreement left the Kremlin looking weak. This was Vladimir Putin today, in the city of Kursk, commemorating the Soviet victory in a famous World War II battle. There's been no comment yet from the president on the plane crash. On the streets of Moscow tonight, there was a mixed reaction. I couldn't care less, he says. This was to be expected, says Dmitry. Some of the things Prigozhin did, or didn't do, needed to be punished. He had lots of enemies. Little surprise then, but much speculation about why the jet crashed. Who had targeted the plane and its controversial passenger? Was this an act of revenge against the man who had dared to humiliate those in power in Russia? Steve Rosenberg, BBC News. Let's take you back a bit now and look at how Yevgeny Prigozhin rose to such influence in Russia and to lead a mercenary group with a presence in many different countries. Our analysis editor, Roz Atkins, is here with more on his story. Roz? Michelle, thank you very much indeed. Well, we know that Yevgeny Prigozhin took an unorthodox route to a powerful position in Russia. In 1981, he was sent to prison for robbery and theft. And when released in 1990, he became a hot dog salesman in St. Petersburg. But by 1997, he was running a top restaurant and winning lucrative catering contracts. Those brought connections to the top. Prigozhin even served food to world leaders and to Putin himself. 
And Prigozhin's role was becoming about much more than food. In 2014, Russia annexed Crimea and launched an insurgency in eastern Ukraine. Prigozhin was involved. Of that time, he said, a group of patriots was born, which later acquired the name Wagner Battalion. And soon, the Wagner group reached far beyond Ukraine. The FBI accused Prigozhin of interfering in the 2016 US election. In Syria, Wagner fighters supported pro-government forces. More recently, there are multiple reports of Wagner's military and commercial activity in Africa, with the EU accusing the group of committing torture and extrajudicial summary or arbitrary executions and killings. And then came the war. When Putin wanted to give his invasion of Ukraine impetus, Prigozhin and his fighters were called in. But as Wagner's death toll grew, so did Prigozhin's fury, expressed first in video rants and then in a short-lived mutiny. In the aftermath, Putin condemned the mutineers and traitors, but for Prigozhin, charges were dropped. No arrest followed. And we asked, why wasn't Putin punishing Prigozhin? Perhaps he was biding his time. Back to you, Michelle. Ross, thank you very much. Well, let's go live now to Moscow and the BBC's Will Vernon. Um, Will, what are you hearing? What are people saying in the hours since these reports first emerged? Michelle, I don't think this news has surprised anyone here today. Around an hour after that plane crash, the Russian Federal Aviation Authority, Rosaviatsia, released a statement confirming that Yevgeny Prigozhin's name was on the passenger manifest of that plane. And that is very fast for that particular agency. Rosaviatsia usually takes much longer uh, to respond to incidents like this. And that already raised a few eyebrows here, because after all, uh, speculation has been swirling for some time now, uh, just exactly about what fate would await Yevgeny Prigozhin. Because as Steve was saying in, the, in his report there, when Yevgeny Prigozhin launched his mutiny exactly two months ago, his Wagner mercenaries seized a major Russian city and even marched on Moscow. You know, that was a major humiliation for the Kremlin, and Vladimir Putin is not the kind of man to forget that. Uh, so I think if Yevgeny Prigozhin was killed in that plane crash today, which seems likely, I think that will come as no shock whatsoever. Uh, to most people here. In fact, I think most people will probably uh, be surprised that it didn't happen sooner. Uh, now, we don't know what exactly caused uh, that crash. Russian media are saying that investigators are looking into a number of different possibilities, uh, including what they're calling external actions. Will, thank you very much. That's Will Vernon live from Moscow. And there has been international reaction over the hours since, since these reports from Russia uh, first emerged. The government here says it's monitoring the situation. But this evening, President Biden has spoken about what we've heard. I don't know for a fact what happened, but I'm not surprised. Do you think people do believe? There's not much that happens when Russia is not behind. But I don't know enough to know the answer. Well, our Russia editor, Steve Rosenberg, just happens to be here in the UK on, on a day that we've had this news. Steve, what do you make of it all? I mean, this whole story of Yevgeny, Yevgeny Prigozhin, from start to finish, the story of Prigozhin, uh, Wagner, the mutiny, has been murky, hasn't it? So many questions, and that includes what happened today with this plane crash. Now, that telegram channel that's linked to Wagner was talking, was blaming traitors of Russia for what happened. And that suggests that they believe this was an act of revenge. 
possibly by, by those in power. And if that's the case, then one question will be now, how will those sympathetic to Mr Pedigorshan and to Wagner react, especially those in this private ar army, people with guns? Now, we know that Mr Pedigorshan had a lot of enemies, particularly in the uh, Russian Defence Ministry. And they were angry that he was not punished by President Putin after the mutiny, after all, a number of Russian servicemen were killed. But the key question will be now, I think, how does Vladimir Putin emerge from all of this? Stronger or weaker?